actually gonna work out. Shit, I make way too much. Exactly. I was like, yo, how much you make me? I was like, whoa. Uh, Oh no, my girl. I probably got like from the time we applied and got accepted to now, maybe like two or three raises. Mm -hmm. So she she went from maybe like twenty something or thirty something to like forty, almost fifty. So I was like, ah, shit. And then I seen mine. I was like, all right. Did about 50 at cheese, and then I, I got my other one, and I was like, oh, okay, shit. <laughs> 20. Exactly. I was like, oh, well, well. <laughs> yeah, we, we hit over 120,000 together, so I was like, all right, well. And I think the Oahu median is 89. Yeah. And then they give you, like, from there, like a five grand leeway or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we shouted us. Like, Fuck. Yeah. So, it's tough, bro. On that boat, I am, everybody. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy to think about, too, because I'm broke as hell. Just, yeah, exactly. Just to fucking be like, fuck. Like, I'm broke. How the hell I don't, how I don't qualify when I'm broke? And then think about the niggas that do qualify, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm sure y'all probably really need it. Because if I don't qualify, people who do probably really do need that shit. But the thing <laughs> is, for this particular apartment, it's still a decently, like, still... Still pretty expensive, quote unquote, for what it is. So in oh, my yeah. opinion, for shit. sure, absolutely. You shouldn't be paying that much for, not for this, but for a two bedroom, one bath, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, will a actual low income person move in here, or will somebody like in my situation move in here? It's like this is the cheapest they can find. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's interesting. <laughs> fuck everybody, fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to the Civic Speak podcast, everybody. Got the dynamic duo today. Episode fucking... 15, I believe. Yeah, episode 15 in this piece. Yeah. Yeah. As I lied. Let me turn my mic up a little bit more. Cool. But uh, how are you, my friend? What's good with you? Um, I mean, I've been good. It's pretty much the same boat, you know. Moving on <clears throat> to trying to find my own spot, so... Aside from that, just been business as usual, working, trying to trying to elevate wherever I can. Big facts. However I can, so that's it. What about you, sir? Uh besides the news today, um, things have been great. I feel like with the shows, it's been helping with the the confidence. Yeah. For sure. It makes you feel more appreciated. Uh yep. been helping with the trajectory. I feel like we're actually like going good over actually going places and shit like that. So things yeah, things have been overall good. For sure. That's good. I imagine it helps with morale too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's huge to just finally feel appreciated and it's like, okay. The people feel the music and shit. Which is important if you're gonna be pursuing music. <laughs> you really hope the people go feel it. So that's good. That's what's up. How was the last show? Excellent, excellent. Oh, everybody, uh, Surf is on the Big Island. Had a little family joint and then said everything was pretty much overbooked to come back here, so we're here. But, um, it's good. It's fire. Yeah, Beer. check out the videos on, on Instagram and shit. One of our homeboys, Dason, did one. He recorded all the sets. And then I recorded um, Surfers on two other people's sets. So it was dope because, like, we didn't go on until 10.30, but he went on at 8, did a song on somebody's set, and then he went on again at, like, 
nine and somebody else said so i was like okay oh that's what's up yeah so i mean some features out there it looks good in that sense hell yeah you look like the most um like uh well versed i guess or well i'm more out there because if you, your artist is doing features mm-hmm. and everybody else is not doing features and i mean no you're only you know moving yourself forward in that regard so that's just, that's good yeah yeah the, the hardest thing is just keeping surf a little focused. And it's mainly just focused on uh, avoiding the industry shit. Because mm-hmm. in the music industry, people's going to give you a lot of false promises and a lot of, yo, we should do this, this, and that, or this, or, you know, set shit up and then shit ain't going to go right. Or Yep. I think that's where the, in the past, at least I would say maybe like past five to seven years, the rise and dominance of independent artists has kind of really come to fr- come to fruition. Mm-hmm. I think it comes from that trying to stay away from the industry shit because you figure the only person you can really trust is yourself. Very true, but uh, that independent lane is uh, as nice as it is to be in full control, not have to worry about nobody, this, this, and that. It's a uh, so much more of a challenge because you are literally doing everything yourself yep. for. You are your own everything. So, I mean, I guess it does. Both sides have their benefits and downfalls. I think the music industry had a bad rep for a long time, too. Yeah. With all the, like, bad deals. They were signed into really good artists. You hear about them being trapped in them, like, to this day, like uh, Kesha. Mm-hmm. You know, she was gas, but she can't make no more music until she does like 20 albums or something with Sony, something crazy like that. Some people do sign some f- insane album deals. We we are looking to get signed. Mm-hmm. But like, we're not necessarily trying to stay independent. But uh, we're trying to go in a situation with as much leverage as possible. So, yep. so. I think a good one for that is um, signing to like an artist's label instead of like an actual record label. Cause you know, like, like, like Drake has what OVO mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I feel like they probably give better deals to artists than actual record labels do. Cause like they were there once. I mean, you'd like to think so at least. They're still going to position themselves into where, where they're going to make money off of you. But. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> it all depends. Like just fucking, we, we talked about this multiple times. Like a standard deal nowadays would be what is called a 360 deal. Mm-hmm. Where pretty much they get a piece of almost everything. Yep. It's usually like a 70-30 split where they take 70% and you get 30%. I mean, we're talking about millions of dollars, You hopefully. So, I mean, you, you still get a you know, nice little check and shit like that. But that's usually the standard deal. 360, 70-30 split. They get everything from your publishing, your merchandise, tour sales. Mm-hmm. And that's usually like three to five albums. Oh, I see. What about like your masters and stuff? If you make the beats, do you own them or do they own it? Oh, if we were to sign, if we were to sign that particular year, most likely they would own our masters or at least a piece of the masters mm-hmm. and shit like that. But uh, we feel confident, or I feel confident enough that we would be able to turn that around because pretty much the whole thing is recouping the money. Mm-hmm. That's the big. They're gonna give you a million dollars, and now you gotta make that money back and some. Yeah, that's the whole point, right? For the record label, at least they gotta get theirs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for Kesha, I'm surprised because I mean, she had some huge songs 
Like a G6 was, was a crazy ass song. Oh, yeah. I think for her, it was literally she has to make a certain amount of albums for them. And then there was, there was of course, other allegations against um, her like manager or whatever for like sexual harassment or whatnot, which then makes her not want to make the music for the label anymore because yeah. they didn't help her, you know, kind of shit. But still, 20 albums or, or whatever, even like 10 albums with a record label is almost in, is insane. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift, her manager, her old manager, bought her entire catalog. So he owned all of her music. That's crazy. She has been in the process over the last couple of years of recording all her music over. Mm-hmm. So as long as you re-record it, you can own that re-recorded version, so to say, and the label can't do anything. Because you're, you're still the artist who created that shit. It's interesting. That is wild. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was like a loophole to re-record. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, older acts do that now because the you know more than ninety percent of people just signed a fucked up deal. Who wants to read paperwork? <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, yeah, in the in the moment, of course, when you're like, "Fuck that, I'm getting signed, nigga. This is it. I, I made it." But now it's important. I'm looking for six figures. Is Less... six figures millions or hundred thousands? Hundred thousands. Hundred thousands. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it's the amount of numbers zeros so, yeah. zero, or is it because zeros would be five right no yeah no it's millions because yeah, yeah. it's seven it's so the number of zeros okay 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 i have no idea I, i've always wondered that we always just say if they want more than three albums it's got to be over two like at least five hundred thousand. and then if they want to try one with us and i could do a 10 20 000, it just depends on how much I'm going to give mm-hmm. and how much you're going to give. I feel like if you guys are coming to us already, then we have the opportunity. Yeah, you, can, I should, you should be able to negotiate mm-hmm. terms on that. But we will see. For sure. Definitely. Until then, um, we've got two, two more shows lined up. One in Seattle, one in Portland. Yep. Uh, we were just in crisis mode actually last night about those shows, so who knows what's actually going to happen now. But uh, we'll see. Janky okay. music industry being the music industry, so janky promoters sure. and shit like that. Either way, if we do go, cool. But if we don't go, whatever. Yeah, my girl was going. My girl, she was just like, she was like, I don't know. You got miles. We might have to make like a quick two dare to 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 Seattle. That's fire. <laughs> That's fire as fuck, nigga. I was like, ah, oh, we we gotta see, we gotta see, especially with the living situation. But the, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm on that same boat. I was like, hey, man. Matter of fact. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I mean, if, if it is supposed to happen, I think it it would, of course, be a great opportunity, especially because you only got no kids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of, I feel like a lot of artists, that's their their reason for not traveling and whatnot. Early, in the early stages, like, I don't know if I should do it, I got my kids and whatnot. Because that's what ADP was talking to me about. When he was in the um, rap, rap game, he uh, had an opportunity to like do shows, same thing, West Coast, and decided against it because he didn't want to leave his kids. He was like, "Am I really gonna pursue this as a career, or for, is it more of a hobby?" And like, they, he had like weighed the weighed the sides. Like, mm-hmm. am I a parent, or am I gonna be a rap? Like, whatever. So, for sure, shout out to him, by the way. Hey, it's something. It's something you do have to consider depending on the situation. Oh, yeah. If you've been Absolutely. with a girl for so long, or X X and Y and shit. Yeah, definitely. Ah, music industry. Yup, yup, yup. We can't wait to pull you in, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to pull your ass. Shit's funny as fuck. As long as I ain't got to get on stage. Oh, man. I'll be doing that. 
Shit, I'm trying to get off stage. They got stage fright. I'm trying to get off that bitch. But oh, um, shit. who the bullshit, my friend? Any uh, how was your week? How was workman treating you? It's actually you know, same old. I did have a very annoying situation that happened at work. Okay. So I, I we go to work right, and we have team service. So we go in. Typically, there's 12 servers, six sections, five servers, 10 sections. You get the idea, right? Oh, you guys out there, big staff. So we get out. <clears throat> How big is your kitchen staff? Um, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think like six or seven. Based on who many, how many people work at Expo, is it chefs? Most of if it's like the, like the actual chef, um, it's him and like a cook running the Expo line. And then there's like six cooks on the line. Almost like two per station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially. Okay. okay. Or there's like one each station, two floaters. Mm -hmm. The floaters are the cook ones who are like the highest level cooks. They can do everything in the kitchen, whatever. Um, But uh, so that's how it works. We show up with the team, right? So we get there, get down to work. What we do for our sections is we draw a card. So there's two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, two fives, two sixes. You look. You, you pick your card. Whoever your match is, that's your partner for the day. So we get down there. I don't know. I'm walking in. Pick my card. Whatever. Everybody looking around. Oh, you're my partner. You're my partner. And then one person's like, uh, I don't have a card. And it was like, me. We got a card. We, we, then we counted. We were like, Why is there eleven of us here today? And can't have a single server. Exactly. Right. So then it became a. The options were. Who's getting the extra guy? You can either. Go do uh, food running uh-huh. and be a host, or uh, someone can go home. I was like, you know what? The nigga should be working. I was like, but I got a lot of laundry to do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to have to go home because I would have just done the laundry on my day off. But uh, I ended up, someone had to go home pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I bit the bullet and went home. But that kind of shit just shouldn't happen. Like, you telling me, as the manager, you couldn't count how many niggas are supposed to be here, bro? Yeah, exactly. If you up one, you call one off when they're at home already. You don't let them come clock in for an hour. You look at your staff, see what got going on for the day. Yeah, at least. yeah every day you should be doing that. So I was like, oh, damn. I was all pissed off. But I'm at home. I did my laundry, so it was all right. But can't. just trying to have a nice, smooth day at work, trying to make $400. I wish you there. Because the person who took my spot, the section that I was, they made $400. Mm. I was like, damn, bro. I've actually been considering uh, trying to go fine dining. Mm-hmm. I re- well, I, I, the whole time I really want to work at Roy's Colina, but they're never hiring really, so it's like. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's not busy over there. Is it busy over there? I don't know. They open though. Yeah, I mean, they are open. <laughs> Whenever I go eat over there, I'm always just like, ah, like the food is good, but I just feel like it's outdated. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like nothing not too special or anything like yeah. that, realistically, but. Back then, back in the day, 20 years ago, that shit was crazy. Royce, 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 have a good Royce was crazy. Now, do you know his net worth, by the way? I looked it up. Is it over 50? Oh, nah, he ain't got it like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was, I was impressed because restaurateurs typically aren't worth that much unless you're like Gordon Ramsay and shit. But he, no, 10 milli. That's, not, that's good, that's, that's great, that's great. That's fire. Ramsay For restaurants? Got the, Ramsay got the TV money, so like. Yeah, he got the TV money, the TikTok money, all that. Yeah, his restaurant money might have been at 10 million. Same kind of shit. Yeah. So, um, do you know Gordon Ramsay's? I want to say he's. I gotta look it up now. Nigga gotta know. Hundred, hundred something. I would say I would assume about one hundred fifty. He might even be like three, four, because he's. He's got you know Michelin star rated restaurants. 
What? Six hundred million. Uh, on here, well, that's net income. It doesn't say. Oh, his net worth. Oh, okay, there it is. There it is. Uh, two twenty. Yeah. Two hundred twenty million. He's probably made two hundred off TV. That's <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> crazy, bro. Insane. Yep. Insane. But uh, he's smart though. He keeps himself marketable on all platforms, social media and all. Hmm. That's 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 crazy. But um, but no, that that was pretty much it. The people been the same. The guests been the same. You know, ain't nothing really changed much as far as in the restaurant goes. But that shit pissed me off that one day when I had to go home. Yeah, it's just like, come on, bro. I'm like, come on, dog. Y'all get paid salary for a reason. So, Look so, at the schedule. So, something that simple too. Yeah, that's kind of mm. myself. Ah, uh, cheese has been a blur. But that's just because of the show. The show kind of like all the hype and just fuck with your memory and shit like that. Yes, I mean it's been it's been good. Good night. See, we chilling. You know what I'm saying? We we don't want any food emotion. Essentially. Uh, essentially. But when I get a good one, y'all will know. If I have anything, then it sucks when your shift lead, like I was bar for it, and everybody in the horseshoe and D one made more money than me. Like oh. I made like two fifty. It was, it was like a slower day. 350. Exactly. I was like, damn. But the bar just don't hit. They need to give I, you... I've had great days. That day was just slow. And it was just like, oh, I was like, I made 250. Yeah, because if, if you don't get no happy hour turns or nothing, or you get the happy hour campers... Nah, oh. I was chilling. Table didn't come until like 5 o'clock, so I was chilling most of the time. But Surf made the same... He was bar three, made the same money as me. Oh. Karis, D1. She thought, yeah, I made a little four bag. Makes like I made a little three-something bag. I was like, damn, fuck it, motherfuckers. Like, I'm, I'm oh, shifting. Yeah. Nigga, I should make it four. Like, you, you there. Late. <laughs> Like, I don't need this fucking green ticket. It's my ticket shit. Get this get this out of here. Green tickets are the the most misleading shit of all time. 100%. Like, yeah, I think I'm going to get me uh, spaghetti and meatballs. The, the, the good, the good lunch shit portion, is not. Nick? <laughs> it's not the greens. Like, yeah. Yep. Well, that's good. Uh, you know, it's, it's, nice. it's refreshing to not have the stressful food and bullshit kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm looking to go find dining. MW, something like that, would be like. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, that should be good. I'm, I'm sure they make money over there. But they're only open like, I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Even that uh, Pay or Pie Hawaii or Honolulu. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, They're hiring too. Oh. They're just uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days a week. Yeah. I mean, it might be a good little part-time joint. Bro, oh, we're going, uh, me and my girl are going there for uh, our anniversary. Oh, for real? Okay, nice, Yeah, nice, we nice. put it up. Shit, awesome. I, I only work cheese three days a week, so oh. it's not like I'm in- Yeah. I was trying to tell her I was like, bro, we should get the little. Uh, they got like the, the they got the five course menu and they got like the chef's tasting, which is like nine courses. I was like, let's get the chef enjoy. She was just like, it's the anniversary after the move. Uh, that's what she, was, she was just like, that's expensive. I was like, I mean, shit, nigga, we we done spent that kind of money at Cheesecake Factory before. Like, we might as well go spend it on ourselves. <laughs> like, come on now. But, Why not? Why not now? Yeah, like like that's it's funny. I that's how I see it. Like, I'm the the day to day cheap ass like i'm like the nah nigga, we go home to eat we ain't doing this mm-hmm. but for like the splurging occasions i'm willing to go in but she's on that like oh we went out yesterday spent a hundred we'll go out today spend a hundred we'll go out tomorrow spend a hundred and it's just like nigga, that's three hundred dollars like we can't do that but 400 for one dinner for me that we only do every once in a while like oh i got that that's fine yeah well it's a special occasion too yeah three years four years uh two years Ah, okay, okay. Terrible twos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. God forbid. God forbid, God forbid. That was good, that was Me good. Me and my girl, we had, a good, we had a good two years, so. There you go. <laughs> she was great. But yeah, we don't, I mean, we, um, 
we we almost took a little trip to Maui, but I was like, ah, the just the the hotel and knowing where we're gonna be eating while we out there. That, that's four hundred a night every day. Yeah, <laughs> that, that adds up. I was like, okay, we can't do that's that. That's definitely four hundred a night. Can't do that. So, but we were yeah, but you know, make it happen. We make something happen. It'll be good. It'll be good. Mostly, I think we'll celebrate later after we've settled in for the move. We'll do something nice for like a couple of days, but ah, you know. Yeah, big facts. Okay, hell yeah. Well, uh, let's let's start the show, my friend. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Anywhere in particular you would like to start? Um, I, I would like to piggyback a little bit off of the last show. Talked a little bit about some. Uh, Bring it on. Some conjoined twin love, and it kind of got me thinking. I was literally in the car, and it's funny when I think about topics for the pod. If I'm in the car, I'm like. I just be like, babe, type this out on my phone. <laughs> Text me this real quick, mm-hmm. and I'll remember. So I took it down because I was thinking about it, and I was like, gosh, that's kind of crazy. Could you and your girl have a girlfriend? No, off the top. My girl is in a, uh, a too sexually friendly girl with other females, so to say. Oh, okay. She ain't, she ain't about it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Early on in the relationship, I thought she was because she's always just like look at other girls on Instagram and shit, and like in my head I was like she's like secretly a lesbian and like she don't know it. Is. I, I swear, I swear to you, like first year I was like the fuck, like yo, it's just kind of. But no, 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 like yeah, she's. I can say. Yes. Just depending on the dynamic of the relationship. Mm. Do you know the comedian D Ray Davis? D Ray, D Ray, yeah, he's on a. Uh, Wild and Out. He's on Wild and Out. I've been on a bunch of different shit. He's more of an older, more probably like early 2000s or mid 2000s and shit. Yeah. He's got two wives. Oh. And successfully too. Like, oh. they've somehow got it. That's, cr- not hell no. For me, it's like the, uh, how do you not get one girlfriend and get jealous of the other girlfriend? I think about, I just think about all the like nuances or like annoyances of just having, you know, just me and my girl. Like, the shit she'll bug me about or the shit I'll bug her about or whatever. And I'm just like, and you got to multiply that by technically three. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with one, the other one, and then the two of them, they whatever they got going on. on. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn. They said, get this nigga. Because <laughs> you know? the, the whole twin thing, I was like, this, this nigga ain't got no choice. He has to have a other girl there. So, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was prepared for it. Like, I got out there hunting the, the conjoined twins. So, who knows? Somebody told me that they would, uh, everybody's been, uh, slowly meeting my girl more and more now. I've been trying to hide her for, for all these years, yeah, but yeah. they're starting to meet her more and more. So somebody told me at the show, I would fuck you and your girlfriend. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I mean, I was like, I'll ask her. Like, yeah, right, yeah. We, we could ask. I should probably say no, though. <laughs> Appreciate you, though. Appreciate you, though. Oh, that's funny as hell, bro. Yeah, yeah. Even Kara, though. Kara, she's been saying that. The first day she met my girl, she was like, oh, your girlfriend's my girlfriend now. And she was like, that. That, she said that about my girl. In fact, the, her screensaver for when, when my girl calls her is a picture of them kissing each other. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, let me get that picture for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I told my girl that, and then I, what I told Kara was like, oh, I mean, ain't nothing happening unless I'm there, first of all. <laughs> I told my girl that. She got mad as fuck. Like, <laughs> 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 and I was like, no, nah, I don't care how you feel. Because ain't nothing happening. 
unless I'm there. Exactly. Let's me. Puppy's there. Nigga. Exactly. You ain't having it without me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, bro. But no, nah, as girls are fucking a pain, complicated. So having two, it's just I don't know. The mood swings, the emotions. All of that. There's a lot it's of a lot. that is a lot of estrogen. I can only handle one dose of estrogen. That's it. And the team up could be too deadly, but yeah. You, you, lose you, 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 lose you every always time. you always playing the game. Yeah, you always play yeah, he's always playing the game. Like, oh shit. Like <laughs> shit. Well, I guess I am. Man. <laughs> I guess I am always playing the game. Too unanimous, huh? <laughs> I don't get a vote, do I? <laughs> Oh shit! There's no way. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I definitely couldn't. There's just there, there's no way it could happen. That's why I kind of in a hear me out in a weird way. I kind of get props. To people who have side girls because <laughs> it's like <laughs> one you and your girl. You have like two relationships. You got one regular relationship, and then you got a relationship you got to keep secret. And your side girl, depending on how, if she, you know, she could be crazy. She could fall more in love with you and. Fuck your whole other shit up, so it's like your main shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess shout out to them, but not really. I guess in a way of like, I don't know how you pull it off. Exactly, exactly. Like, cause you, they, you being sneaky. I can't. Like, I'm not that I try to hide anything from my girl, but there's just, I, I can't. Like, I couldn't hide anything from her. Like, she knows what. Like, if I'm taking a shit, like she just, she just know. Well, just that would eat me up. Like I'd be like on the inside, just yeah, like, like, well, yeah, obviously I wouldn't try to hide it. I'd be with like my girl, that. and I'd just be like, oh shit! Like, it's in my mind. I already know. Like, oh, like shit. for like the number one thing that comes to mind for me on that is whenever we in the car, my phone Bluetooths to the car, and whenever I get a text message, that shit pop up on the screen, right? So, I did. I would have you would have to be wary of every car drive, like you'd have to be aware of said, uh, everything. Jamal's texting you a lot. <laughs> what? What does this nigga want? That- but there's also the option to read it. The car will read it to oh, yeah. me. So all I gotta do is be driving, and she just be like, "Read." <laughs> what does it say? Hey, babe, can you talk? <laughs> like, like, oh babe, shit! Yeah, like, oh, babe, who the fuck is that? And then, then you're done. It was an accident. Like, they- <laughs> hey, say you said it to the wrong person. They meant to say, bro. Like. Yeah. <laughs> The type babe meant to say, bro. Like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, bro. I, there's no way. Hey, no way. Yeah, definitely. That's whether, just... whether secretive or upfront, there's just no way. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to balance. As a... Mm. You ever seen the movie Savages? No, I have. The two dudes share the one girl. I don't know how to do that either. Like, yeah, I don't know, bro. This nigga fucking... Uh, I haven't got the hit in a week. <laughs> this nigga got the fuck twice last week. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> and, you know, the way she talks about them is crazy. Yeah, that's... She's just like... uh. She was like, great movie, by the way. Yeah, she was like, oh, he 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 makes love to me. She was like, that nigga over there, he fucks me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, ah, oh, she. I was like, damn, how how could you live your life knowing somebody else is actually just railing your girl? That's probably the biggest thing about your girl cheating on you, or say like, God forbid, being in a relationship with like two guys and one girl is your girl getting smashed. That's that's usually the main thing. Like, damn, you suck that nigga dick. Fuck! Oh, yeah. <laughs> can can you? Do you consider your girl being with another female cheating? Technically, yes. Because if you, I guess, let it go and then she just end up leaving you, then it's like you fucked up, kind of say. Yeah. But like, 
we're at a party or the club or some shit, drinking, and you know she starts making out with a chick or her, and some chicks start making out. That's that's cool then, so to say. But if you get no invite, like say she they they smash, it's like damn, like, no invite, like uh, fuck. Like, uh. <laughs> I think I, I I'm a little different uh, regarding that one because I, I I would consider it so. I would say she, and then I, I'm not like if my girl kisses some like it's like. Uh, it's, for me, it's gotta be on some drunk shit. It can't be you know, like no sober yeah. shit. Like, yeah. You know, like, if, even if it's on the drunk shit, though, I'm just like, hey, come on. Uh, uh. Like sometimes I bite, like I, yeah, I bite my tongue and be like, oh, <laughs> like you gonna hear it from me later. This is my shit. lips. How dare you? But like I, I get it, cause it's like on some man shit. You just like no nigga could ever kiss my female. Mm-hmm. A female kiss, uh, but. Like, realistically, I'm just like, nah, it's not okay. It, it, to me, it's cheating, but I, like, if my homie told me, like, his girl cheated on him. In the books, it's cheating. Like, on yeah. paper, it's cheating. Oh, for it's sure. absolutely, yeah. So, I, just, I was just curious. No, 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 that, that's, that's a great question because, I mean, there's there's a million circumstances where a girl may kiss another girl and shit like that. Yep. Way more than some dude kissing a dude. Definitely. <laughs> we had the pod, like, damn, I just want to kiss this nigga. Like, <laughs> just put my tongue in my mouth real quick. <laughs> That's a good question, though, because girls are just more fluid like that, so to say, mm-hmm. dancing each other and shit like that. And, you know, it's it's hot until you lose your girl. To the female. Exactly. And then you just lost your girl to a female, nigga? Damn. It, it's almost like, like, say you're with a different girl and, like, Zell, and your chick or kissing is like, she likes girls though. Like she, like so, she actually likes exactly. girls. So now, not only did my girl fuck up, but my friend fucked this up ain't too. No, this ain't no like just damn fun shit. This all yeah, like, like that's on some. She actually likes this. Exactly. Like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We don't take a vote, but I, I'm pretty sure most guys, honestly, you know, on honest answer, shit, would probably be like, yeah, it's cheating. Realistically. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. If you got kids or something like, yeah, definitely like. That's a good question. Um, just in relationships in general, let's um talk about relationship cliches. Oh, hit me with it. I love these things. I love seeing these little things. Sometimes my my girl will send me um videos of like uh the girl being the passenger princess. So <laughs> she sent me one with his dude. Uh. He gets in the car and he's actually not in the driving seat. He's in the passenger Shout seat. Shout down. And all of a sudden, there's like a, a, like a Cinderella shoe, like it's like a, it's it's digital, like on Snapchat, or like a filter or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like a Cinderella shoe on his foot. And he was like, oh, "It's beginning." Like it turned into the passenger princess. That shit was so funny. That's bro. dope. That's dope. Because my girl never want to drive See, ever. We we do a like a fifty fifty. If you didn't, if you're off that day, you're driving. If we're going somewhere and you're off. You're the driver, cause my girls. I just I had to go to work, so you got to drive and shit. I try not to drive though, personally. I don't. I mean, if I could ever, if I could just not drive all the time, oh, I wouldn't ever drive. But my, whenever I'm not driving, my girl like to give me homework assignments when I'm in the front seat. She'd be like, "Can you text back so and so, or can you can you look at this place I sent you earlier, or like always some shit. It's always some shit. Okay, okay. It's always some shit. But I, I make fun of her for it too. I'd be like, "Oh, what's my homework assignment today?" Do hey, I, that's do real. I have one, teacher. You always keep the foot on the gas. Yep. My brother's wife, um, she got nauseous in the passenger seat, so she always liked to drive. Shout out, shout out to her. 
Shout out to her. It's a big win right there. I wish my girl got nauseous in the back in the back seat. So she always drove. I get nauseous in the back seat though. I do. I can't sit in the back. I gotta sit in the front. Okay. So okay. if it's up to me and there's like four of us hopping in the car, and like, oh Taylor, can you oh, Taylor can you hit in the back? Because I'm smaller. They're always almost like, oh Taylor, you sit in the back. I'm like, uh, nah. I'm liable I'll, to throw I'll, up. I'll, I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive. Hey, that's good, back. bro. Hey, bro, I'm liable to throw up, but I can't sit back here. Yo. Yep. Okay, well, I'm gonna list a couple of couple cliches and mm-hmm. then we'll speak about them. I also got just questions in general, but um, first one is uh, opposites attract. Yeah, I think that falls under me and my girl pretty uh pretty well. She she's much more of a social butterfly, especially when she's drinking. And it's not that I'm not a social butterfly, but. Don't don't ask me if I'm ready to go home, because I'll tell you like yeah I am. Let's ready do this. To go home. Let's, yeah, right yeah. now, like, actually, <laughs> we don't even need to go. And, you know, oh, it's damn. We we've been here for thirty minutes. Hell yeah, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> I got my shoes on. Yep, I'm ready. Let's go. Same boat. Me and my girl are pretty opposite thought processes and things we like to do for sure. Somehow we still make it work though. Yeah, definitely. It just kind of does. It just kind of works. Cause like my girl, she likes to do other things that I don't like to do, but it just it works. Do you both have a lot of common interests? We do, we do, enough to where it gives us things to do and enjoy together. Like we both like to watch movies, or we both like to you know go out to eat dinner, and then like to you know hang out at home, cook together or whatnot. Like things that we can spend time together doing that are interactive. It does, yeah. We we have enough common interests. Cause I would say like. Gaming together, I feel like you're not really talking. Does she game with you? No, but if that was like a common interest, I'd be like, yeah, it's a common interest, but it's not one that's helping us per se. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe if you went more of an MMO route, but yeah, versus like playing like Call of Duty or some shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm going healer this time. All right, you got <laughs> exactly. I need them heals, babe. Let's go. Oh shit. What about for you guys? It works out. I mean, uh, is, there, is there like a good amount of common interest? No, we had to like. Forge them, so to say. Oh, okay. I mean, that's good too, though. That means you're putting in effort. Yeah, sure. I mean, in the beginning, it's it's easy, like the first couple of months, because you just you like each other, so you're interested. I like you, so that's a good interest. Exactly, of course. But then from there, the more time you spend, and eventually when you move in together, it's like, okay, I like playing video games, and you like doing this. So now we got to try to kind of yeah find a median and shit. That's good though. I like hearing that couples are mature enough to. Do shit like that. Yeah, definitely. Love at first sight. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. That one, for both of us, was not the case. Uh, but I've always been one of those, like, um, I don't think looks are everything kind of people. Not to say that my girl's not beautiful to me. She is. But in, initially, like, First of all, we were wearing masks, so wow. you take that out. The, but even so, because um, and we've talked about this before, because I wasn't on her radar either, so to say, and she wasn't necessarily on mine. But then we hung out a few times, and that then the connection was made. So I don't think it was like love at first sight per se, but we had a lot of learning and growing with each other to do before we could get to that like real love phase. So I would say. Uh... Thumbs down for love at first sight in the sense of usually 
the hottest girl that you see at, like, say, your job or school or wherever, most likely isn't going to be your, your lady or your wife. Most cases. So, and, you know, ah, fucking, I think, I'm not, I love this bitch, but it's like, ah, oh, you know, like, I think I really like her, da 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 da, da. It's just because she's fine as fuck, like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not with the, the love at first sight kind of situation and shit. Same. Personally or just from the outside looking in, I agree. I met my girl in a 15-minute time span. I was just busy as fuck in the restaurant. So I met her, gave my number, got the chat for like five minutes, and nigga was just busy as fuck. And then that was, that was it. And then I didn't maybe see her for like another week or two after that. Oh, wow. Wow. And she still maintained the... Well, so I, I, I gave her my number. Supposedly, I gave her the wrong number. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, um, luckily enough, one of the so one of the servers used to work at Cheesecake, worked at Monkey Pod, mm. was good friends of my roommate, mm. and I guess they were talking about it, and she's like, "Oh, I did. I think there's such and such." Called my roommate. It's a crazy story. Uh, we actually left the studio. My first time being in a professional studio with surfing shit, all that. Recorded our first song ever. Wow. And then leaving the studio, get the phone call like, oh, yeah, da, 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 da. she's trying to get your number. She lost it or it was wrong number and shit. <laughs> but That's crazy. I, I pretty much kind of forgot what she looked like. Oh, she was like, damn, who did I get my number? <laughs> oh, I knew, I knew <laughs> she was appealing. Like, I knew like, yeah. okay, she checked out the boxes and shit, but it was just like, can't really remember what she looked like. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Like, but it was me, so I gotta assume she was. She, she was probably alright. Yeah, it's safe to go, but yeah, like, like, I gave my number, so it was definitely okay, and I wasn't like drunk or anything, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it wasn't a love at first sight kind of. So I, I don't believe that because like I said, most most likely the girl you fucking, you see the hottest girl you see is good. You know, you're not gonna be the girl you're gonna be with. In most cases. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the next one is you complete me. Uh, I. I think uh, I could probably give that one a thumbs up, mostly because I think a lot of relationships, you want to look for someone who brings out the best in you. There, is there is definitely that. Completing each other. For sure, for yeah, sure. Somebody who can cover your, your downfalls as well. So I, 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 would, I would agree with that. In theory, yeah. you should be completing or... Yeah, they, you, you, don't, you don't call them your other half. For nothing. Yeah, yeah, literally, literally, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and it all it's situational, of course, but yeah, in theory, Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 great. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up for sure. Hap, number four, happy wife, happy life. You know what? Uh, I think in most cases. A lot of people, and I can only say this because at restaurants, I know, and I've seen people do it, and they'll just go, just get whatever you want. You just, oh, when, when your girl, like, or anybody's girl, in that, in that sense, is like, oh, I kind of want to do this or this. What are you going to get? Just like, just get whatever you want. I'll eat whatever. Why? Because you don't want to sit there and argue <laughs> about no damn food. Oh, I should have got this. It's just easier when she happy. True, true, and, true, And in true. that small regard, I will say... Yes, happy wife, happy life. Because when you take it in the big picture at home, if mom ain't happy, you know. 
Your pops ain't happy. <laughs> pops ain't happy, which means everybody suffering, bro. If he suffered, all y'all no niggas talking. suffering. Yep. No talking don't in my house. Talk. Don't do. No, don't play no games. In fact, give me give me the game. Exactly. Y'all ain't doing shit. Did you get like, a C last year on your report card? Like, hell yeah, you <laughs> did. You ain't doing shit. Be like, damn, what happened? I got an A this year. Nah, you got a C exactly. last year, nigga. I remember 2015. You <laughs> be like, well, what happened? Mom mad. Why is mom mad? Cause I ain't I ain't cleaned the bathroom this morning. That ain't me, nigga. Exactly. That's what I did, but exactly. He's like, nah, until she happy, all y'all niggas suffer with me. <laughs> so yes, happy wife, happy life, 100%. I, I agree with that too. The only thing I would say is make sure you're happy also. But yeah, and that, that would be my argument would be like, yeah, you know, the nigga got to be happy too, though. Mm-hmm. You really do. It can't just be her because if, you, if you're only making her happy, you're not happy. Yeah, exactly. So man. you got to, you got to. <laughs> but that one, that one hit hard though. Yeah, for even sure. Even as a sure. kid, you knew that shit. You got to. You know, you gotta please, but both ways. But you know, you gotta please your other half. <laughs> a lot. All right, number five is uh, oh, we're surface here for this one. Mm. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Technically, yes, of course. Yeah, nigga. Yes, there is a lot of fish in the sea. Uh, you know, I I can't even really bring up a argument to go against that one because. A lot of times, especially as I've get as I've gotten older, I wanna just tell niggas when things don't work out, like it just means she wasn't the one, dog. But that ain't what nobody wanna hear. Don't nobody wanna hear that. Of course, exactly. All they wanna hear is like you'll get her back, bro. Or or, you know what? You do you, dog. Which is where (laughs) I'm at right now. I just be telling people like, nah, you do you. I'm not gonna give you no advice because you don't wanna hear that shit. I know you don't wanna hear it. That there's plenty of fish in the sea, but there really are. There is someone out there for everybody. There's about eight billion people. Exactly. Half of that is females, like. At least 50% is female. Could be more. And there is one out there for you. And there are a lot of them out there for you to experiment with. There's a lot of females out there who just want to get fucked. I'm sure you, you will meet the criteria for some of them. Exactly. If you really, really try. So, I agree with it. I'm with it. I agree with that. The only thing I would say is uh, the ocean is big as fuck. So, you may feel like there's not that many fish around at certain times, though, for sure. I, that's... That's a good way to put it, sir. No, I thought about it right now. I was like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. And the ocean is big as hell, though. The ocean's so big there as ain't always no fish around. Sometimes but... you're like, That's a big ass school right there. <laughs> bitches everywhere. <laughs> and sometimes you'd be like, damn, yo. I had a homie who would say, uh, based on how he was doing his sex life, essentially, he was either in a drought or it was the wet season, nigga. <laughs> And he said, there's no in-between. He's like, there's either a drought or it's wet season. See, for guys and girls, it's different. Like, See, girls can turn on wet season. Whenever they want. Exactly. But guys, it's if you're, you're lucky enough, yep. you're blessed. With one. Exactly. With and one drop of rain. And then that, if it's a storm, cool. You know, like, yeah. But. Yep. Niggas out here trying to find the typhoon, but sometimes you got to take that little raindrop, baby. You got to take that little sprinkle. Because, you know, that sun be shining. <laughs> <laughs> Shining, bro. Shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's good times, though, yeah. There's definitely plenty of fish in the sea, but we've all been there. It's just like, you just feel like shit ain't going right for you. Mm-hmm. But does that, I mean, that makes it more special when you find the actual girl and shit. Or, it does. Or, if anything, you should cherish it more Yeah. when it, you finally get it. Going off that, I, I have a question. With the whole plenty of fish in the sea joint, when do you think is right to settle down, to be with just that one person. Ah, that's... Like, should you have had 
I know it's different for everybody, but like for like for the homie we was talking about earlier. Ah, per- right? yeah, perfect example, perfect right? example. For the homie we was talking about earlier, is it better for him to try and settle having only been with a couple people before or you know, should he, you know, put himself out there and try to find him a couple schools? Based on his age, I would say go with the schools. Definitely. Just just taste the rainbow. Like go out there, experience I agree. different girls. Just to see what, what's out there, realistically, mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, you were in a super serious relationship right, coming out of high school, right? And then- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, had a, and I did that. I, well, it took me a long time to realize that, that I needed to, you know, get myself out there and figure out what I wanted. And not even in like, it doesn't always even have to be a sexual way. Yeah, it's just for like sure. just, the whole point of dating is to learn what you don't like. So when you find something you do, you're like, oh shit, I don't yeah. want to lose this. Just dating, not even literally, just dating, interacting, not including the sex. And you know, if you're lucky enough to get the wet season, then, hey, take it, but get it, get that. <laughs> we're at the height of that relationship. Was that, oh, we're going to get married kind of. Oh yeah, it was like that. We gonna have five kids, kind okay. of like everything. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all planned out. I didn't need nobody else. I found it. This was it. Mm-hmm. Quickly learned that that was not it, and I'm almost the exact opposite now. No kids, <laughs> no one out of that. The whole thing. So, things, you went out there and experienced. Yeah, I had to experience a lot of different. You know, I mean, it was in the Atlantic, in the Pacific, it was you know, in the Indian Ocean. You know, <laughs> all, of, all the different things. The Caspian Sea. <laughs> yeah. And then I, you know, and then I found the one that worked for me, mm-hmm. and it's great, and I love it, and you know, it's awesome. So, I, I would say the best time to settle down is when you're like, you when when you're when you're able to identify just enough things that you don't like. Like you shouldn't have to feel like you're settling. Like, ah, uh, you know, like, but yeah, we good though. Like, there's just a few things that I don't like. You know, this and that, but we good. Like. You should feel like you found exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect, but you should feel like you found exactly what you want. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, a little Call of Duty analogy, but you got to try the guns to see which which gun is yours. Like, oh, what is your jam? I'm fucking with this one right yeah. here. Like, this one's cool, but the reload kind of whack. I, this like one the, cool. I like the three shot burst. Baby. Exactly, but this one exactly like yo. I like the iron sight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this one, I got this one got the slow, you know, slow reload. Single shot, yeah. you know, actually kind of ah, exactly. <laughs> ah. I'm not a big shoddy person myself. Like, <laughs> it should take too long. I gotta reload. But this right here, I like this. Like, yeah. 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 So for him, I would say definitely uh, get out there. Mm-hmm. And if you if you've been out there for a while, like I think I was single for like five years. Same, same. I take a good, good yeah. fucking. I think. That that solid like three to five year range of really just like finding yourself and figuring out what you like and what you don't like. You ain't got to be going bug wild, but at least put yourself out there and meet new people and discover your passions and whatnot. I would say that that's a good amount of time to really do that. But that has to come after. In most cases, it comes after like a really bad heartbreak, mm-hmm. and then you figure it out. So. Which is you know. It sucks, but it's kind of needed for everybody. Yep. Kind of just need to learn that love can kind of come and go. Not come and go, but what you think is love is not actually love. Yep. You just say, okay, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea, everybody. <laughs> POF. 
<laughs> Get your shit going. POF. Oh, that's great. Let's do a, a few more, but um, ooh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. My my girl would disagree, but I, <laughs> um, I think it depends on the person. Honestly, some people do well when we're not do well. Some people are very okay with other significant other around. And then they miss them a lot more. You don't realize what you got till it's gone kind of thing. I know there's a lot of niggas out there who don't realize that the dishes don't wash themselves. Mm-hmm. And then you she gone, and you're just like, yo, fuck. Like, this bitch do everything for me. God damn, I don't even got breakfast anymore. I got to make a Pop-Tart. <laughs> starving. I, I miss them eggs and bacon, baby. When you coming home? Oh, my God, starving, bro. Yeah. So in that, in that sense, yeah. Uh, but I think what it's... It depends on the, the extremity of it, too. Because then you got, like, people in the military, you know what I mean? And they're spending year, like, a year, a part of the time. And I feel like, at that point, absence just makes the heart hurt. Definitely. It's like, at that point, you're just hurting, so. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. It's definitely a slippery slope. For me? Or, let me, for my girl, uh, sometimes she'll say, like, oh, you don't miss me enough. Or she used to say that early on on relationship. Like, oh, <laughs> my God, we say shit like that, dude. Maybe we should, maybe we should, you know, spend a little time apart. You don't miss me enough and shit like that. I'm like, no, nah, like, I'm just chilling. Like, it doesn't matter to me. So to say, as long as I see you, mm-hmm. we live together. So, yeah, I like, as my, we live together and work together. So, like, I know I'm gonna see you. Exactly. So you can't escape me. They probably don't want to hear that, but it's like, yeah, but I see you though. Like, <laughs> see you. And, and I think that that's it's funny. Me and my girl differ because she would much rather just us be together all the time or whatever. For me, it's like her friends are like, oh my God, we got to go out or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but go. <laughs> go. Go on, do your thing. Exactly. I'm going to be here when you get, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but we've gotten, we've gotten better at that. It, it's gotten better. But before it would be like, a, she'd be like, oh, you have to come with me, come with me. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go do that. I don't want to go do that. Like even t- today, we was hanging out with some of our coworkers and they're like, oh my God, yeah, next week we'll have like a girls night when we're all off, this and that. And then they all looked at me. I was like, hell no, nah, I ain't going. Y'all, y'all do your thing. I'm going to be at home. I love the phrase girls night. Mm-hmm. It was girls night. Perfect. It's time for me to have a boys night. Exactly. In my drawers. Exactly. Like, unbothered. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I'm with you there for sure. I don't need to, to see you all the time. But maybe it's just a girl thing. Or Could be. I think it's. I think it depends on like, if the person is more emotional or not, because sometimes they need that like, emotional like companionship, in a sense. And when that's gone, you probably feel it's not that you're like, oh my god, I can't be without them, but it's like a, oh, like, where my nigga at, man? Like I miss, miss, I miss him. Where he at? Kind of thing. I think. That's, I think that's what it mostly is. For some people, it's probably unhealthy, but that's probably what it is, in my opinion. Where it's like that emotional, like you desire the other one there because, like we said earlier, your other half, right? You're not complete essentially. So, true. true in their true. minds, I would assume that's what I would say. Would Is be- it because maybe, like, say for me and you, we have other things that we can latch on to, mm-hmm. so we might like jump into Elden Ring. Yep. So that just that just literally takes us out of our world, puts us in limb grave. Yep. So we're not even thinking about her. I ain't even thinking about. Niggas could be outside, dude, I don't know, kids exactly. running around the corner going crazy. I'm trying to fight a tree sentinel. Yep. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm getting my ass beat by fucking Margaret the Fell Omen right now, all right? I need about four hours to beat this nigga. 
uninterrupted or else I'm going to lose my flow kind of thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, That could be it, too, because we do have other, like, vices, whether it's – for me, I love to read as well. But when I'll be reading at my girl home, she <laughs> – 20 minutes in, she'd be like, are you done yet? I'm like, no, nigga, I'm a, I, I read eight pages. I need to read Still got 20 more pages. left in the chapter. Like, like shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe just uh, the whoever the person is just doesn't have anything to take you out of their mind, mm-hmm. so to say. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be a lot of things. Because, I mean, for, like, for myself, besides my relationship, I'm also thinking about podcast music exactly so there's other things that yeah have my focus not like not as higher value than other but mm-hmm. just yep we, we, it also could be like that's just the way our minds work too because some people just true very true they're they're either like all or nothing kind of people whereas me i'm like if something ain't going right i can focus on many other things i got a lot of shit to worry about right <laughs> now. but for them it's like if one thing's not going right that thing has to be going right or else they can't move on to something else in their mind so maybe that's it. Like, when you're not there, maybe they're like, "I know I gotta do my schoolwork, but my nigga ain't here." Yeah, two different type of brains too. Girls mm-hmm. are different from males, so they sure are. We had to go out and get the fucking bacon, also. So they were like, "Yeah, worried about us maybe getting killed by a saber tooth tiger or something." Yeah, but yeah, and it could just be wired into them now. And if a nigga, if a nigga don't come home in six hours, he dead. <laughs> he just got fucking murdered. Like, <laughs> and then you open the door and they're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, all right. Um, oh, I mean, this one. You can't help who you fall in love with. True in many different points. Yeah, but realistically, if a nigga ain't good for you, then you got to get away from Yeah, him. no matter how much you fucking... They don't matter. If they're not good for you, you got to get away. No matter how much you want to help them or save them or they're your like, little project, you're going to make them better. If they ain't good for you, obviously everyone deserves some time. But if you give them enough time and they ain't good for you, then you got to get out of there. So you can't help it maybe emotionally like, oh, but I love her. But nah, bro, you need to help yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean... A good, I mean, a shitty good example is like, say you're being an abused male or female, doesn't matter. But uh, no matter how much you fucking love them, that shit is not good for you. For me, love is not an excuse. I love him to death, but yeah, he's fucking doing you like Michael B. Jordan and shit, like it's Creed Three or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you need to get out of there. If you don't know, go watch you a Tyler Perry movie. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't help, but you can still move past that person. I'm not sure how to put it, but you can't help it, but once the the problems or the, the wrong is here, you got to, though. Or, yeah, you got to do what's best by you sometimes. Yeah, definitely. That one's late. All right, the last one I would say is um, love is a battlefield. Hell yeah, and all is fair in that motherfucker. Let me tell you, is I mean, unless you got a ring on it, technically speaking, everything is free game. It sucks if you're talking to a girl and she's talking to fucking five other guys, but yep. at the same, she's not your girl, nigga. Also, 
I will say the morality of humanity, typically, if somebody says they have a significant other, then whoever is hitting on them or approaching them will tend to lay off. But that don't mean everybody will. True. true and true. in that sense, all is fair because they might catch your girl on one of them days when y'all had a fight that morning. And you and you said that this nigga been waiting. Uh, <laughs> you said that one word. You punched the wall because you were pissed off. You had to go uh, cool off, nigga. <laughs> and she out at the club with her friends, and that's what she was mad about. And that one nigga just say that the perfect thing, mm-hmm. and that's all it take. She was like, "Oh no, I'm fighting with my boyfriend." He was just like, "Mm-hmm." Got the cheese and face on. Zach like, took his shirt yeah, off. Nigga was are. fucking ripped. Yeah, <laughs> like Thor. He taller than you. <laughs> he been to the gym about two times more than you have in the past year. Mm-hmm. And, and you're just like, fuck. And you don't even know. So yes, all is fair in that motherfucker. Love is a battlefield. Yeah. You got people competing with you. Or competing with your significant other, and you don't even know that, like so to say, mm-hmm. or people plotting and scheming yeah, you could have no to maybe idea. get you, like, oh nigga, I'm gonna get this nigga, like, I'm gonna. <laughs> you don't have no idea, bro. That shit, and it happens. And you, it what's crazy is you might never even have known it was happening. You might end up with somebody else, and it was their grand plan. And one day they're gone, and you go into the basement, and you see the grand plan all laid out <laughs> on the wall, how they did it. You be like, oh shit. So hey. You never know. Yeah, very true. I mean, I've been on both sides of the battlefield, so. Also true. You know, been, been the Not soldier. Proud of it. Been the, <laughs> been the sniper. Been the assassin. Like, yeah. Not the assassin. <laughs> been the loser also, too. So yeah, it's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have been, I have been defeated. So. If she's not your girlfriend or significant or whatever the title is, then. Unfortunately, all is fair game. Mm-hmm. You're at war with everybody else. You are. And even if she is your girlfriend, you still got to come suited up every day, nigga. There's dudes, like, you guys don't work, or especially if you guys don't work together or some shit, there's motherfuckers there that's hilarious at work. Hell yeah. <laughs> the best way to fend these niggas off is you got you to gotta be the best you every day. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers is hilarious at work. Hell yeah. <laughs> they, they, you, you find that they start talking about Josh from work a lot. You be like, who the fuck is Josh? Exactly. Like, Yo, One oh, day but- you walk in there and you, and you see Josh. You up in there having lunch and Josh is your server. You don't even know. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, like, oh, I'm yeah. Josh. I'm taking care of you today. You be like, so you are that nigga. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're either going to be like, damn, or I got this nigga. <laughs> yeah, I, I got this. <laughs> or like, shh. <laughs> I think he really is just funny. <laughs> My days are numbered. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, you never know. Oh, fuck. Love is a battlefield. Is Goddamn. Hell yeah. It, 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 it kind of sucks, but I mean, I guess that's to keep you also sharp and not lazy, I guess you could say. Yeah. And it, it should. You know, it should. Not the fear of losing your girl, but the, the reward of knowing that it's solid between y'all should be why you work hard in the relationship. Mm-hmm. At least an incentive to keep the effort mm-hmm. going and shit like that. Because one of the most like pleasing things to me, I find, and I find it funny when it happens, like if I'm like, or if she either tells me a story 
like, oh, so-and-so was like, trying to hit on me today, but I was like, nah, I got a boyfriend. Or when you actually are out with them, and you kind of, you know, you go off to the bar, whatever, with the homies, and then you kind of see some dude approach, and you're like, oh, you see her, like, you know, being polite, like, da-da-da-da, and then you come back, and she'd, like, kiss you, whatever, like, oh, my God, this is my boyfriend, like, the one I just told you about five seconds ago, you're just like, yeah, nigga. Is that on here, nigga? Yeah, nigga. What, nigga? <laughs> you don't want it. But, man, it is a battlefield, though. You got to stay ready all the time. Yeah, yeah. That defend, happened, defend your turf. Happened at the show. So I'm, got, I'm, I'm standing with my girl in front of the stage. And I was like, oh, we need girls to go on the stage trying to pull. I'm like, no, nah, nigga, she's straight. She, she ain't going on stage, nigga. Like, like, fuck yeah, exactly. She's on the stage, she's on stage with me, nigga. Like, no, no, no. She good, bro. No, no, no. She good, bro. She ain't going on stage, dog. Like, she's she, 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 <laughs> You good, right? Yeah, she good. Yeah, she you good. heard her? You heard her. <laughs> Come prepare to the battlefield, guys. Come suited up. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. This is Unfortunately, there's motherfuckers out there ready to go to war for your girl and shit. Um, a couple of random questions. Um, how can relationship cliches affect our perception on love and relationships? Uh, I think that they kind of set this standard that you have in mind when you go in it. Like, it's going to be this this and this you know like you gotta i don't know but i mean the ones we like talk about or whatever too like it, it sets a standard in the relationship where you kind of expect certain things when you're going into it but human beings are they could be real different like yeah opposites to track but you could be super opposites and you know like even with you and your girl you had to try to figure out things to do together yeah. to make that time more worth it so you might have gone in thinking, nah, we love each other. That's enough. Like, uh, it's not. <laughs> you got to work at it. You got to, yeah, it's not just going to be, you know, rainbows all the time. You really got to work at it. And I think that some of those um, cliches maybe kind of make you let your guard down in a sense. I feel like they could uh, hurt your relationship depending on which cliche it is and then how you go about it. So, like, happy wife, happy life, like we said. If you're not making yourself happy or if it ain't happy husband, happy life also mm-hmm. on her spot, then it's like kind of a fucked up kind of situation and shit like that. May fuck up your perception. You just do it everything for her, which is cool. But like I said, if you're not happy. Yeah. Are you doing the right thing, so to say? Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, what else do I have? Any specific examples of media promoting unhelpful or unrealistic ideas about relationship and love like you know things you see in magazines or commercials or I don't know random shit case jewelers get your girl this ring or that do you think the media kind of fucks up oh yeah cause every relationship is different it's almost impossible to depict the like general relationship like not every nigga can afford case, bruh and I feel like if you really solid with your girl, she'd probably be more mad if you went out of your way to get something crazy like that when you know damn well she was good with a band until you could afford something mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think they do. They, they have the potential to um, make relationships harder for people, I think. For sure. Social media and social media in general can do that. I would say they might see some shit like relationship goals that might give them like false, false hopes and promises. Not false hopes and promises, but... Just relationship goals. Like, oh, babe, we should be doing this, this, and that. It's like, that's not us, though. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. There's that's not what we that's do. That's all you see. 
it's people doing all this crazy stuff, and you're like, why that ain't us? Is it just, this is the internet. Like, yo, they doing that shit for the first. <laughs> That's not real. Oh, yeah. That's green screen. It's, it's like, they ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, uh, anything else on cliches and relationships? Um, no, not really. No, no. I'm good. I'm good. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, next topic or where you want to go about? We about, oh, we about over an hour in. Yeah. I do got to eat bad for real. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll take a little quick five. My friend, my friend, my friend. <laughs> Back in, we better. Besides working at a strip club, so to say. Mm-hmm. Do you really care where your, uh, other half works at? Uh, I, no, I mean, not really. I guess I just want them to be able to have a sustainable, like, lifestyle. So, I mean, as long as it can sustain the lifestyle that you're at, then uh, I think it's cool. It don't really matter where to me. Um... Obviously, I mean, you would like them to be making buku dollars and whatever, but ultimately when it comes down to it, that's not available to everybody. So I'm going to say, yeah, I, I don't really care too much. It doesn't bother me all that much. I'll kind of, uh, I'll phrase it uh, or set it up for you. But um, say your girl is the best bagger at Foodland. And she loves it. Like, loves it, loves it to death. The Bino. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the bagger just isn't making buku bucks. They're probably making like, <laughs> and, you know, minimum. You make a girl, so she still has all the amazing qualities, mm-hmm. all the things we love about her. But she just loves that's that's her job, though. You know, if she really love it and our lifestyle is sustainable, then I guess it's in my hands to create that crazy bread. Then okay, <laughs> I just, that, that's real. That's real. I, I feel like as long as it's not you know bringing her down or whatever. Because you have all the stigma around jobs like that where it's like, you know, you should be doing better for yourself or whatever. But if that's what you love to do and you ain't hurt nobody, ideally, I would like you to be doing something else. But that's okay. If that's really what you love, then I, I'm not going to create arguments about it. If that's really what you love doing, then, you know, you got to accept that. I, I hope she ain't out there talking about, some, yo, I was bagging these crazy groceries. Like, with all the friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, shut up, dog. I'm going to hear about your fucking groceries, you know? But... Ultimately, yeah. If that's what she left to do, and they didn't hurt nobody, then I, I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't be. I can't hate on it. You know. That's real as fuck. It. That's real as fuck. There was a uh, went viral like a couple of days ago. I'm gonna butcher it, but it was two black ladies, pretty much arguing. Um, one was saying it doesn't really matter where my other half works at, as long as he, um, you know, loves his mom, takes care of me, and loves his job. So to say, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all representing bus bus driver. And the other lady was like, you know, a bus driver isn't the most acceptable job in society, so to say, isn't you know, the most money-making job. And saying yeah. people should maybe strive for more, so to say. Nothing wrong with being a bus driver. Nothing, not, no, nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you ask me, bus drivers make hella bread in Hawaii. Yeah, definitely. That's for sure. So that's why I had the thing. It was like, the lady said it didn't matter to her because as long as they, you know, had good qualities and they loved their job, it was fine whatever they did. Yeah. So it brought me to the question of, you know, loving your job versus... Just having pride in your job. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I don't love my job. I could care less of where the fuck I work at. Yep. 
as long as the money's good, I'm still gonna have pride in my job. Though. Yes. I'm still gonna come in and do what needs to get done, you know, at the correct and high level, so to say. Yeah. I don't I definitely would agree with that. I don't love what I do, but I take pride in it because I make sure everything is set up as pristine as possible and whatnot for for our guests. But it's mostly because it's a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, do I actually care about your whole experience here? Yes, because you pay my rent, but not like if I if you weren't paying my rent, I wouldn't give a shit about your experience here realistically. If I could walk up and be like, what do you guys want? And yeah. <laughs> All right, and not refill shit and just yeah. like, not bust cool. shit. Yeah. Like. It'd be fine. But I got to do those things because it's hopping my bills. But I do. T- I take pride in it because if I didn't, I wouldn't make nearly as much money. So. Yeah. It, it, it all comes back to the bag, essentially, but having pride helps create that. And when it does create that, it makes you want to, you know. In our particular line of work, the more effort or the better you are at your job, mm-hmm. like the more money you make and shit. Like yeah. That. So if you hate serving and you show it and you don't have any pride or whatever, it's a good chance mm-hmm. that, you know, you're going to be fucking getting less and less tips and shit. Yep. Because I think about shit like, like McDonald's, if a nigga really had pride in McDonald's, I'd probably be getting some fire-ass burgers whenever I go. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that Big Mac would be pristine in the box. But fortunately, not everyone has pride in that, and they're just trying to get, hit their numbers or whatever. So, I would have pride in it, but they, they would just have to pay me, like, $35 yeah, an hour. Like. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that's, the, that, that's the, you know, the whole fast food. Nothing wrong with working fast food also. Anyone out there who's doing it. But that is the, the, the line that's drawn there. It's like, you know, they're not paying them enough, so why, do they, why would they have pride in it? So it kind of takes, you know, come back to the bag. But some people do have pride in their jobs, even if they don't get paid a lot. Like like social workers. Social mm-hmm. workers don't get paid shit. That, I think literally like pride is, is, is yeah, the pride payment is the job. The job. <laughs> yeah. Like you saving lives and that is your job and you take pride in that. And so that's that one. But, or even like uh, teachers. Yo, I don't know well, how they do it, bro. Some teachers, I'd say. I don't know how they do it because I ain't going to lie to you. Professors are great most times, but tenured professors are terrible. Because they 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 locked in. They ain't got to worry about nothing. All I have to do is not fuck a student and not steal from people, and they good. Exactly. <laughs> and they all right. They don't have to worry about it. So there's that weird line drawn there. But for most, you know, like elementary school, middle school, high school teachers, um, I feel like they have a weird pride in their job because the best teachers. Yeah. They they're like they know they ain't getting paid well, but they still want their students to succeed, mm-hmm. and that's a reflection of them. So. That is a tough one. It's like, imagine you get in a table. Oh, we're going to stiff you. Right in the beginning, it's like, soon as, hi, my name is such and such. Can I take your order? Oh, yeah, we're going to stiff you, but uh, it's yeah. like, And fuck. you got to serve them the best you How can. How do you continue that from there? Like, oh, hell That's like no. a teacher. Like, literally, yeah. te- almost like a teacher kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I watched a YouTube video, and I'm going to show you the screenshot I took of it. I'm going to kind of cover the top, though. Let's see. You got something to- and um, these people, they're, they're OnlyFans workers. And you got to kind of guess how much each person makes from one line to the other. Oh, I mean, I know a midget. The midget is making dumb bucks. Okay. They are all, they all do work on OnlyFans. So they all are making something. So okay, we'll start with the start with Doodle here. How much do you think he making? A month per se. Ah, I mean, people are freaks. So I'm gonna say probably like 
50 to 60 bucks a month. He's just like a regular kind of like Asian dude. Yeah. And the dude next to him. That could be a freaky ass white dude. So maybe maybe get a, a grand. A grand a month. Okay. A old girl with the fro. Oh, she's up there. She's 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 maybe like five plus. Okay. Five stacks. Five K. Okay. 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 The little Asian girl. The one that looked like a the gamer dream. Oh, five stacks plus two. <laughs> for sure. She okay. you know. They and love their waifus. The midget. You said crazy. Like ten K. Yeah, midget midget ten K plus. The the little. I think she's like Latina. She wearing like a onesie. Yeah. She's probably five plus two. And then the little midriff Asian girl. Oh, yeah. she's Any Asian is a good chance that she's like 5K plus. Okay. That's less low. It's gotten. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I see. I, I agree with all those. Those probably, well. 250? That's crazy. I thought when she said that, she meant a year. I mean, like in a year. That's a month. No, yeah, people are making... Pandemic. We got about 500 million of those in Hawaii. Pandemic. Um, a lot of only fans, people are making million dollars a month. That's crazy, bro. I, the midget one, I thought would be more. If I'm being completely honest, I thought she'd definitely be making yeah, about 10K. Yeah, 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 but she's only making five, so... But I mean, I get, again... All those people had pride in what they did. They they were like, yeah, like old girl and then who make the two fifty. She was like, she was like, no, I I I you know I take pride in what I do. I love my, you know, my subscribers or my fans, whatever you mm-hmm. call them. She was like, you know, it it it's provided me with this lifestyle, this net, da da da. I was like, I mean, damn, I don't know. I mean, if my girls bring home, would you would you let your girl be on OnlyFans two hundred fifty k? You know, it's one of those hard things to answer. It's easy to say yes, because it's the money. The money's yeah. Good. It's something about just knowing that motherfuckers on the other side is masturbating, going ham over your girl and the shit that just kind of fucks with you. Or, yeah, work. TJ, I seen that new video, nigga. That shit crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, motherfucking murder this nigga right here. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude, that's, I don't know, that's crazy. It's hard. Um, Think about the funny thing about OnlyFans is, as a pretty girl or whatever, you have opportunity to make you know life changing money, mm-hmm. or your opportunity to make a thousand dollars and just expose the fuck out of yourself, and, yeah. and then that's it. Like, it's a fine line, extremely fine line. Because you can be hot, get naked, but motherfuckers may not want to pay for that shit. Yep. <sighs> that's tough. Imagine you, tough. you do some crazy videos and you only make you only, honestly if you're making less than like six or like a hundred K on OnlyFans a year, it might not be worth it, truthfully. I mean it depends how you look at it, but in my in my head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I but then again, if it's just like a little if you if you did an hour of work a day for a hundred K a year, I mean <laughs> what it, that ain't that bad. That's also true, too. That ain't that bad. That's, that's also true, that's too. That's fire. That's also true, too. Man. That's take care of butt for 30 hours. 60, 60 nigga, I minutes, work, I work 40 hours a week, nigga. 60 minutes, nigga. I clock in at 12 a.m. and go to sleep at 1 a.m. That's <laughs> it. And I took a shit on the towel. It's, it's... Moment, like I said, I'd be just afraid that... Say, say your girl's like, yo, we need money. I'm going to do it. And then, you know, she exposes herself to some crazy shit. 
but she makes no money like it. Then it's like, fuck, and everybody just seeing the goods mm-hmm. like it. It's tough. It's hard to have pride in that kind of work. Because, I mean, OnlyFans is just like podcasting or like music industry, so only the top 5% is actually making like crazy dollars like that, yeah. If you're making, if you're making, making like $500 a month, it's like, is it? Love of the game, yeah. <laughs> Love for your job, hey, bro. <laughs> if you ain't showing your face and that's what you needed, that 500 that puts you in, in a good spot, I guess more power to you, but I don't know. Say your girlfriend is only showing feet, but she's only making $100 a month. That's fine, baby. Yeah. Show them toes. Show them ankles, too. Give them a little, give them a little extra. It's like, hey, that's extra $100, bro. Ain't shit free right here. Yep. <laughs> yep. Ain't shit free right here. Okay, what if she was just showing her how much... To show her like front half nude, so to say. How much money? Yeah. How much would you you feel comfortable as the other half? I don't know. I feel like the face is just it puts too much out there. Uh I mean, it also depends too because people have enough confidence. No one really gives a shit, right? Like you got gay dudes out there who take gay pictures, take pictures for free and put them on the internet. My girl's been to a new beach before. And nobody cares. Exactly. Nobody care. Nobody cares. Nigga, so I, I, I care, nigga. <laughs> I care <laughs> if everybody naked, nobody naked. <laughs> you weird if you wear clothes, nigga. They gonna know who you are if you wear them clothes. Look at this, odd, look at this dressed <laughs> ass while <I'm> like a <laughs> weirdo. Get naked. What you doing? Exactly. Fucking the vibe up in this shit. Shit, I, I was trying to see everybody's dicks out, and you yours ain't. Now I'm weird. That was weird. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh shit. I don't know. For me, it's just. Thinking about, I guess, other guys just seeing my girl naked or, like, just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Gives me P- PTSD. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, but, uh, loving your job versus having pride in your job. Hold on. A couple, couple questions. Uh, what are the benefits to taking pride in your job and how can it you know, affect your performance. Of course, there's a positive end. Make more money. Maybe have a better time. Yeah. If you, like, you know, enjoy your job, so to say. I think having pride helps you get better, too. Because if you don't give a shit, if you don't have any pride in what you do, then you're not going to get better at it. And, I mean, if you hate it, then why should you get better at it? Uh, but um, if it... If having pride in your job only helps you, then you should. But if like if having pride isn't really getting you anywhere, then it might be time to have pride in something else, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said, honestly, it, unless you're getting paid some crazy money, once you start losing that that pride, yeah, I think it might be time to mm-hmm. go to another spot. Honestly, for sure. Okay. Okay. Um. How do you avoid from getting burned out and not hitting that? Man, I don't give a fuck. It's a mixture of making good money and finding ways to expand what I'm doing. So, like, I love working in restaurants, but I don't want to be serving in restaurants forever. So my solution to that was try and move forward with the whole sommelier thing. And then, you know, if I'm if I'm somming somewhere or whatever... And I'm like, man, I'm tired of just doing wine, but I still love working in restaurants. Maybe it's time to food and beverage direct kind of thing, you know? So it just depends. It just depends. 
Yeah, I feel you there. Uh, for myself, I mean, just leave work at work. That's true, too. As long as I don't bring it home with me and let whatever shitty guests that may have had affect me, then it will keep me from being burnt out. And I mean, also, I guess taking days off. I, I worked a seven-day spree, and it wasn't that bad, personally. But I, was, I, for, I just said two restaurants. This gives me the opportunity to get away from the bullshit here, go over here and chill. Yeah. That, that kept me from getting burnt out. I'm honestly more tired now, now that I have an off day. For some reason, I'm just like, fuck, I'm tired of shit versus <laughs> I go work tomorrow. So it's like, maybe it's just like in my brain, the train got to keep going kind of shit. True, true. Knowing just I have this break and shit, but uh, yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to talk about or anything on love and pride of your work? Uh, I think, I think, uh, I think we covered some good points here. I think the people will be able to really figure out if they want to have pride in what they're doing or if it's time to find something else. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Don't love your job unless they love you back. That's for sure. Also, that that is also very important because you put blood, sweat, and tears in that motherfucker, and then they say, "Uh, we're gonna have to let you go. Things are just not working out." Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Truthfully, like, what the fuck? Like, uh, yeah. Shit, that, that's how I feel about my last job. Like, yo, fucking worked mad hard at the restaurant and then push came the schedule. Like, nah, nigga, we don't need you. Or like, yep, make sure they love you back. Big facts. Uh, Sarah will be back next week, though. Other than that, uh, Sip and Speak podcast, dynamic duo, New Heights, TJ, we out here in this piece. Yes, sir. But I right, until next week, episode four, 15. 15, episode 15. This yeah. is the Sip and Speak podcast, everybody. Shampoo, nigga. Shoo.